Welcome to the Balanced Wisdom Podcast, Podcast 6. This podcast is all about going inwards to truly wake up to the life and all the joy and pain involved in this thing called being human. As a psychotherapist, I've worked with thousands of people who want something different from traditional therapy. They want to be with themselves and life in a way that lets go of the drama and the attachment. They want to wake up. This is where Buddhist wisdom and philosophy come in. It's not a religion. It's a way of being that anyone can practice. And today's podcast is all about waking up to our bodies and listening to their wisdom for optimal health and wellness. Waking up to our bodies is so essential. Many of us are so caught off from a lot of the wisdom that lives in our bodies And when we move, we get that emotion in motion. And all of a sudden, a huge change opens up in our intuition to creative ideas, to all kinds of insights that cannot be accessed any other way. Most of us live from the neck up, lost in thought. We're completely cut off from what is happening in our bodies, and yet our bodies are truly wonderful. As we saw earlier, everything that happens in our mind sets our reality. And the reality is, is that our thoughts influence the way our bodies feel. Our bodies are a storehouse for our physical and mental suffering. I'm going to play an audio for you right now from a National Geographic Society video. It shows how animals allow their bodies to work through trauma physically. So to set the scene, it starts with a polar bear running from a helicopter that's tracking it. The polar bear can hear the sound of the propeller and can see the shadow of the helicopter chasing it. And they do this to track polar bears for safety reasons. In the video, the man shoots the bear with a tranquilizer gun, and then they land and tag the bear. Listen in to their conversation and explanation of how the bear recovers from this. We'll go for that one. Oh, yeah, another pretty big bear. Another 8cc, or do you think, Dennis? See these, the pads there, it's sort of like, uh, like non-skid material, and it's all sort of rough, it's not really smooth. It helps them get uh, better traction on the ice. It's right up, it's almost like a sandpaper. And then, of course, big claws for ripping, breaking in the seal layers. But he hasn't started to really chip his teeth. If you watch that animal after he finishes convulsing, you'll see, because he's aware of the fact that we're all around him, and it's a very stressful experience for an animal like a polar bear. And after he settles down, and then he'll start doing a couple of deep breaths, and then he'll breathe really nicely, and it'll really... Now, here he goes. See how he's breathing in now? See, so even though it looks a little unpleasant, it looks like that it lets off all that stress and, and he then is able to relax and, and uh, sleep the thing off. This demonstrates how animals are able to process and shake off trauma. They don't show it in the video, but once the shaking stops and after the deep breaths, the bear gets up and walks away without a trace of the trauma. The bear allowed it to pass through its body and be released. The brain is not even needed. As humans, we don't do this. 
our brains intercept the process with the mind. And this is great for assessing what's needed in the moment, but it doesn't allow for the release of energy. Energy gets stored. This results in anxiety, depression, anger, feeling overwhelmed. According to Dr. Jill Bolt-Taylor, this is necessary for humans to release this energy. When a person has a reaction to something in their environment, she says, there's a 90-second chemical process that happens in the body. After that, any remaining emotional response is just the person choosing to stay in that emotional loop. Something happens in the external world, and chemicals are flushed through our body, which puts us on full alert. For these chemicals to totally flush out of our body, it takes less than 90 seconds. This means that for 90 seconds, you can watch the process happening, you can feel it happening, and then you can watch it go away. After that, she says, if you continue to feel anger or fear or so on, you need to look at the thoughts that you're thinking that are re-stimulating the circuitry that is resulting in you having this physiological reaction over and over again. While you may have never been chased by a helicopter and drugged, you've probably been cut off in traffic or scared. What we do after these experiences is shake and jump or scream. But what about our everyday interactions and experience that may be unpleasant, for example, arguments, deadlines, or stress? These also need to be processed and released from the body. And as mentioned in Module 1, many of today's threats aren't life-threatening but the body reacts as if they are. We try to fix things in our mind and the energy doesn't get released. Over time, that energy gets stored up and it eventually comes out in depression, anxiety, rage, burnout, excessive fear, overwhelm. This is why we meditate on the body, why mindfulness of the body is so important. We can drop into it and see where there may be any stored energy we can bring awareness and investigate it. This can be done in a lying down or sitting meditation or through yoga. Feel what's stored in the body, its intensity, its edges. Stay with it and allow it to work its way through. Whatever happens in the mind is reflected in the body and this is a huge area for awakening. This is why we meditate on the body and purposely bring awareness to it without judgment. We can investigate what is happening in our bodies at any given time. Our bodies are often the first indication that something is amiss. Suddenly you notice achy muscles and the next thing you know you have the flu. Or after a meeting you notice your shoulders are sore and you think, hmm, that was stressful. We can go about our whole day and have this niggling feeling that we just can't quite figure out why it's here. By becoming mindful of the body, we can drop into it and bring our awareness to that part that feels pain, tightness, tingling, that niggling discomfort, and bring some kindness to it. Feel it fully. Quite often, this will lead to insights into the mind of what we're holding on to. Then, by being fully present, we can bring some kindness into it and allow it to work its way out of the body. When I first began this practice, I was astounded at how much I had stored in my body. 
Much of it was anger, judging, self-criticism, doubt and fear. There was so much going on in my head that I couldn't get a grasp of any of it. It was just one long train of thought where one thought led to another to another until I was filled with so much emotions and energy. I just reacted to everything. By focusing on my body, I began to notice areas of tightness, tension and heat. And I would investigate them without trying to make them go away or be different from what they were. I let go of trying to figure out why they were here, where they came from. I simply accepted that this is what my body was feeling at this time. Sometimes insights did pop into my head, such as, ah, you know, I really didn't like the way I spoke to that person this morning. I was in a bad mood and I took it out on them. Or I'd get lost in thinking about old wrongs done to me. Or silly things, being irritated by the person in front of me pushing their grocery cart. They're too slow and I felt it should be different. Yet really, it was none of my business and out of my control and I got caught up in it. So my body reacted with aversion. Have you ever told a fib or gossiped and felt that niggling feeling in your stomach? That's your body telling you that you've acted in a way that doesn't feel good. It's outside of your moral code. We store anger and stress in our bodies, and we know this through the studies that have been done linking stress and anger to heart conditions. We want to feel this anger and stress in our body and release the hook. As with practicing mindfulness to get to know and manage your mind, we can practice dropping into the body to heal from stored energy. Everything that goes on our mind is reflected in our body, yet we don't pay attention to this important piece of healing. Developing and maintaining a constant awareness of the body is by far the most effective way to learn to stay present in this moment. Try coming into the present through the body the next time you're sitting in a meeting at work feeling restless or anxious. First, drop your attention into your pelvis resting on the chair and feel whatever sensations arise. Then notice one specific sensation in your hands and feel the movement of a single breath. Finally, observe what happens in your mind. When you focus your attention on specific body sensation, it frees you from the story in your mind that's causing you to be reactive. It allows the possibility of softening into the moment just as it is. You may have to do mindfulness exercises like this a few times, but the feeling of embodied presence will arise. Eventually, you will discover a sense of well-being. One caution though, it takes time to develop mindfulness of the body, which is why it's called a practice. My advice is to not go looking for results. Rather, commit yourself to being present in your body as much as possible. When you notice what's happening, you're able to release it. I can't say it enough, what you persist, persist. And on the other hand, what you feel you can heal. We increase our suffering when we develop complex stories about what's going on, trying to discover where thoughts come from, trying to fix them, or creating a story around whose fault is it, or what I'm going to say next, or how I'll respond to them. I'm not saying we shouldn't be thoughtful about the events in our lives, 
But at a certain point, all that storytelling becomes counterproductive. Instead of analyzing your feelings, you can consider the wise words of American Buddhist nun Pema Chodron. Feel the feeling and drop the story. So try this. When you notice you're beginning to spin out, instead of thinking about your suffering, feel it in the body. Notice where it resides in your body, whether it feels hot or cold, dull or sharp, speedy or spacey. You can drop into the body and feel it fully. It may induce crying or stomping around or jumping up and down, all in the name of releasing the energy. Anything is okay, as long as it does no harm to others or yourself. Be patient and let yourself feel what you're feeling as an end unto itself. And you'll be amazed at how much suffering resolves itself when you drop out of the mind and drop into the body. And when I use the word suffering, I mean all that mental noise and activity that the mind creates when it's creating dissatisfaction and stressing and worrying. So I'd like to introduce you to a three minute breathing space that allows for dropping into the body. So this exercise is an expansion of the three minute breathing space. It allows for reflecting on the body and noticing where any tension or tightness may be, where there may be something stored in the body. And we wanna do this three times a day so that we can get used to using the body as a way out of our minds. And remember, use post-it notes, a timer or a watch or a phone, whatever you need to do to remind yourself to do the practice. You're establishing something new and repetition is great and that can only happen when you remember to do it. So let's practice. First, coming into a comfortable position one that embodies a position of being alert and awake. And then turning your attention to the body, becoming aware of your posture, the front body and the back body and everything in between. Now turning your attention to the sensations of breathing in the abdomen, noting the expansion of the abdomen on the in-breath and its deflation on the out-breath. And now bringing to mind some difficult situation, some worry, some concern or troubling thought or image. And notice what is present in thinking and the emotions in the body. If you notice an emotion in the body, naming it. Tightness, stress, heat, 
And then bring your awareness to any body sensations and bringing your attention here, exploring them, being with whatever is here. And if they're particularly challenging, note that if needed. Perhaps expanding into them on the in-breath and softening on the out-breath. Saying to yourself, it's okay. It's okay, whatever it is. It's already here and I can be with it. Staying with these sensations for as long as they're capturing your attention. Allowing them to work their way through the body. And when you're ready, letting go of attending to the sensations of the body and returning your attention to the lower abdomen. Being with the body breathing, breathing in, breathing out. Now expanding your awareness to the entire body, from the top of the head to the tips of your toes. Bringing a more spacious awareness to the experience. And when you're ready, at the sound of the bell, releasing this practice and opening your eyes. I recommend doing this three minute breathing space three times a day at the same time each day. This is to create the habit of using the body to drop into the present moment and notice what's here, bringing you out of automatic pilot. So this ends this podcast. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the email podcast and look up Create With Confidence on iTunes and please subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to showcase you on my next podcast. And please tell your friends, don't forget to like and support. And the more people that can learn about wisdom and mindfulness and using the body, the better world will be. It truly is wonderful going within. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.